0: The supreme reality that we are all seeking is absolutely simple. And all we really need is to abide in that simplicity, which is our true nature. reality that we seek the reality of inner peace bliss of empowerment of light of love is our true nature and yet we run away from it or we seek it but can't find it Or we are there intermittently, but we do not stay and live in that sublime state of grace that we have a right to live in. And as Radha said, it is for those who cannot stay centered in the God-Self, but then it may be important to explore the complexity of the ego mind and the nature of reality and the whole chaos of this phenomenal plane and its relationship both to the superconsciousness and to the lower unconscious, which drives us into negative thoughts and feelings and behaviors. But in principle, it's not necessary to fill our mind with the knowledge of the phenomenal plane. All we need is the supreme knowledge of the God Self. So in this school, we study both. And as Radha said, you can be a, a limited member and come to the meditation sittings and Abide as much as possible in the simplicity of the meditative silence and peace. Or you can come on the path of transformation in which there will be a gradual purification of your life and an elevation of consciousness, the raising of the kundalini energies, a movement of the assemblage points to higher and higher chakras, levels of consciousness until we reach the Supreme, the Anuttara. And so you can take the instant path or the the more gradual path. And each will have their own calling and so there are many levels of membership in our school because some will wish to have advanced training and teacher training to be able to one day be guides for others on this path as well and some will want to join our community and live with yogis and create a new kind of culture and others will just want to touch in to recharge the batteries. And all of that is fine. There is no one right way to go and everyone must follow their own heart. But we must know that there is one source regardless of how we want to get there what path we wish to take to reach the self. There is only one self. And the problem is we are diverting from that. And so if we are going to reach the goal of life, happiness, joy, bliss, fulfillment, then we must orient ourselves correctly toward that goal. So tonight... I am really here as an investment counselor. Since the whole capitalist world is shaking with all the events that are happening in the Middle East and the price of oil going up and the dollar seemingly about to be devalued, everyone's looking for a good investment, a safe investment. And so my suggestion to you all is that you invest in God. It's the only sure investment. And what is most sure is that the more you invest, the greater are the returns on your investment. So in the ordinary capitalist world, they say get a basket of investments so you hedge your bets. But actually because investing in the supreme being is a sure thing, It doesn't pay to hedge your bets. It pays to invest fully in the God-Self. But what kind of an investment are we talking about? It's not about money. It's investing your love, your attention, your energy, your time, your focus on realizing the presence of God within you that is already there. Regardless of whatever else you're doing, whatever your body-mind is doing in the phenomenal plane, whatever other investments it is pursuing is not so important. But what is important is that you recognize that you are not the body-mind and that your central core consciousness is always abiding in the stillness of the Supreme Self. And if you do that, your life will be in a flow state. And everything will happen without anxiety, without fear, and without confusion, without the split mind that Radha was talking about. Because focusing in on this Supreme Being has a magnetic pull that integrates all the fragments of consciousness. All the inner conflicts, all of those uh, fears and misidentifications with the body, with the personality, with the parents, with the family, with the social ideals, uh, with the cynicism that is rampant today, all of those different factors become integrated at a higher level of understanding and unity. And all of the emotions become easily sublimated into the bliss of the most sublime feeling of the ultimate union. And this is what meditation really is. It's simply sitting down and investing our attention in the Supreme Presence. And it's the most joyous experience one could have And the more you invest in it, the more you realize that, wow, why was I wasting my time trying to find pleasure in things that brought suffering and pain? Temporary highs, whether they're from drugs or alcohol or whatever else, always have a backlash. And the karmic blowback becomes worse and worse as we need higher and higher doses of whatever it is that we're pursuing. And it always turns out to be a mirage because that's what this world is and the yogis have proclaimed this for thousands of years this is maya this is illusion shift your attention though from the creation to the creator and you're liberated instantly, immediately it's not a a long process of prying yourself loose from your attachments you can make it that But it doesn't have to be that. It's simply a realization that you are already the Supreme, the Brahman, Shiva, the Absolute, Allah, Heovah. It doesn't matter what name. Every culture gives a different name to the same indescribable, blissful, unitive awareness. You are that. But until we know that we are that, it is important to have a reverential adoration for that. As long as we are still identified with this bodily vehicle, then we must worship, we must turn our minds to God, but not some imaginary God out there, the God that is already within, the kingdom of heaven that is waiting within the core of your own consciousness. That God is also out there because the Absolute is everywhere and every when. But we find it, the, the gateway to the Self is through stabilizing ourselves in silent presence. And when we do that, then we realize that this body is not the Self, it's only a vehicle, a vessel for containing the Supreme Consciousness. And neither is the mind or the self. And there's a realization that the thoughts in our minds came from outside. We were given them. We didn't invent language, whether it's Spanish or English or French or German. We were given that. But there's a language of the soul and the spirit that comes from within that is of a much higher nature in which intuitive understandings can be reached that you cannot ever reach through mere language. Because language is embedded in this world of maya. It's inherently dualistic, subject-object. There is always that differentiation. But the self is not only subject. If you think of yourself as only a subject in a world of objects, and your body is an object that you identify with, then you are subjected, enslaved to that same illusion. But the true self is beyond the subject or object. But pure awareness that encompasses all that is, and yet that is nothing, but a nothingness that is the emptiness that contains all. It's that ultimate paradox, that ultimate mystery that language cannot grasp. And so it is only through silence that we reach this state of grace. in which we remember that we have always known all this, that nothing of this is new, nothing of this is strange or alien to your soul. But in fact, it's the water of life that enables you to return to the source, that recharges, that encourages, that strengthens you to rediscover and fully embody the power that is the Supreme Self. Because once we misidentify with the body, we lose our power, our real power. Because the body is perishable. The body is thrown about in the chaos of events. And the body is automatically lacking. And there is shame attached to the body and guilt attached to the body and its desires and demands and attachments. And anxieties, But when we recognize that it's a vehicle, and we've had many of these vehicles, and we can live and be without any bodily vehicle in the eternal consciousness. And that the consciousness we are is beyond a localized personality. But we are interconnected with all that is. There is this quantum entanglement in which all... Of of us are, in fact, one, unified in a single, super-organismic whole in the noosphere. And beyond that, the cosmic consciousness, and beyond that, the absolute. And so there are many, many levels of consciousness through which we can rise if we are willing to let go of the lower. And this is a principle of spiritual progress, If you want to rise, you must let go of what you're holding on to at the lower level. And this is what people are unwilling to do. They want to guarantee first that they'll get the higher before they let go of the lower rung. And so they never get there. They get paralyzed. And this is where faith comes in. The faith of taking the risk of jumping into the abyss, the unknowable, the mystery of not knowing who you are, That's what being fully alive means. That's the thrill of existence, is the not knowing. When you push the envelope, and even push yourself out of the envelope, to discover the formless, infinite self. And this is why it is often helpful to read the works of the great sages, who testify to the fact that there is a beyond, there is a there, there, that the supreme reality that is spoken of as bliss and Satchit Ananda is real, is the only real. And you can see it in the faces of the enlightened beings, and you can feel the energy of the joy that radiates through those who have touched this infinite being. And so you can know that indeed there is a refuge, an oasis from this world of suffering and limitation and fear. And particularly in the time of tribulation that we're now passing through as a planetary consciousness, it is so important to have that faith and that connection that we can call upon to strengthen us in moments of adversity. That rock of ages will always be there, will be a foundation and support even when the seismic instability becomes enormous beyond anything on the Richter scale, as we see happening around the world, the earthquakes getting larger and larger. But there is a foundation to reality that is unshakable and that foundation is what we are. And the more that we can come together and create communities that radiate that energy field of stability and peace and love, even in the midst of the chaos, the more that we can provide a lighthouse to a world in darkness and offer the service of bringing people home to the serenity and the peace that we have lost and return to the values that enable us to sustain this peace and transmit it to future generations. So, I hope that you will find that peace within yourself and Realize that we have a wonderful opportunity to be the transmitters of this energy, this power. That is all that will soon be left to us to hold on to when everything else falls away. And it is enough, it will suffice to bring us through into the next age of light peace and joy. But we cannot just give lip service to this as a belief system. If we do that, then we have wasted our time. We're not here to impress anyone or proselytize or convert to any kind of religious credo. It's a matter of living this truth and benefiting from it personally and sharing it with your loved ones. And hopefully everyone becomes your loved one. And the more we invest in the Supreme One, the more we realize and see that same One in all beings. And instead of there being anyone who's outside the circle of our love, all become contained. We become again a single family. Instead of split into different groups conflicting enemy ideologies. We have to transcend all of that. That game is a luxury that we have outgrown. That's the childhood of the human race and now we must become adults and transcend the mere human level, animal level of our being to become the angels, the deities that we have always been meant this is the promise of all the religions. And this is the same message of quantum physics today. We've reached a time where science and religion are no longer in conflict. For a long time, the materialists wanted us to believe that because there was a power struggle between these two establishments of the scientism versus the churches and the, the states. But then in fact, science now is telling us the same message. Materialism is dead as a philosophy, even within the field of science. They recognize in astrophysics that matter is now 4% of the universe. It's not a material universe at all. They don't even know what the universe is really made of. They'll put terms on it like dark energy and dark matter, but they don't know what they mean. But there's missing mass. Well, what there is is missing consciousness and missing love and the missing unitive interconnectivity. But it's there potentially as a quantum wave and that is now being activated again. And the power of that wave as it moves through us can transform our lives and our planetary reality with miraculous capacity. And so our study of science will lead us back to the same truth. We don't need to study the old sacred texts anymore. We can. We'll find the same truth everywhere because reality is a hologram. You'll find it in every particle of this reality, in every point in space and time. God is shining at us the truth if we're able to see it. You know, as the, uh, the great... Uh, poet was saying you can find infinity in a grain of sand and eternity in an hour we find it in every moment if we live in the present and if we live free of the shackles of our belief systems and our prejudices and so it's simply a matter of releasing ourselves from all that baggage and no one can do that for you or to you, it has to be a voluntary choice of liberating yourself from these false beliefs that chain you to a limited reality. And so my message is don't fear the vertigo of letting go of the limited reality of past identifications. Don't fear the unknowable because you are that. And it is the only safety In a world of chaotic change, the only unchanging and the only benevolent source of power in this world, and it is within the heart of each of us.